0: It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to a special episode, off-season episode of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs. It's Mark here with Ryan and intern Rob again, and boys, uh, it's been a long Arduous off season. We're in fairness, we're probably only halfway through the off season, but we just missed our audience so much. We thought we'd uh, stop in for a chat. So, Ryan, mate, how you been since the uh, grand final? I don't know how long ago that was—six weeks ago or something.
1: Oh, geez, it feels longer than that, doesn't it? But uh, yeah, <laughs> no, going going well. Um, I'm just keen for the footy season to start again. It's just oh, man, it's a, it's a long off season. It's too long.
0: Yeah, and I mean, Rob, there there is some sort of event happening at the moment, but you you wouldn't know anything about that as a kiwi would you
2: (laughs) i feel like we had about four weeks of terrible terrible rugby league and then you know it got good in the semi-finals and then we lost straight away so (laughs) pretty tough well pretty tough as a kiwi you know
0: yeah i I mean i have to say uh on, on the the world cup topic um there's been some people who have taken great pleasure in bringing up my tweet about Samoa after they're getting s- smashed by England in the first game. So <laughs> about uh, what for those of you tweet? that haven't haven't seen the tweet, it's it was basically something to the effect of like, who knew that a team that was led by Jerome Luai and Anthony Milford would be weak as piss. <laughs> Which, in fairness at the time, was looking absolutely bang on true. Uh, well, I
1: mean, but, you're probably, you'll probably be proven true in the final when Australia wins by 40.
0: Yeah, yeah. 129 likes was pretty good on that tweet, so it was one of my better ones. So, <laughs> uh, obviously, uh, they've made it through to the final over uh, Minnow Nation, New Zealand. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to watch Australia win by, like, 55 at 1 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, which is great for rugby league in general.
1: <laughs> so versus okay. Little, the matchup we all want
0: mate yeah talk about likable two likable blokes um anyway boys i think today what we're going to do is completely avoid talking about anything fantasy related so if you've got any friends or family that you're trying to get into fantasy and you want to share with them the uh rugby league enjoyment the experience from the amateur's perspective uh you can feel free to share this to them knowing we're not going to be talking about Average points and cash cows for the next ninety minutes or however long this podcast lasts for. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get my dad to listen to it as he doesn't like fantasy at all, and we'll uh, we'll see how we go. Boys, wheels up.
1: <laughs> Call Uncle Mick.
0: <laughs> um, so today, what we're gonna do in lieu of that is go through our extremely well received uh, tiers on. Uh, our like i guess future ladder predictions what we've done our strength of schedule on which is fantasy related but we're not going to go into that part of it today but probably just do a little bit of a rundown we'll probably split this over a couple of episodes and have a look at the future prospects for the 17 now nrl teams heading into 2023 um So we're going to do this reverse order and and mostly because I really want to uh, speak about our future Wooden Spooners first, the New Zealand Warriors, Rob. And mate, as a uh, failure at the World Cup and impending uh, Maiden Wooden Spoon winner, how do you feel as a a Kiwi uh, Warriors fan heading into 2023?
2: I think it's quite hard to put the two together given that there's no actual Warriors in the kiwis team but i guess that's
0: probably a good place to start on their prospects for 2023
2: yeah yeah i guess nickel Clark starred, maybe like he he's the only future warrior um in the kiwis team um and he went all right at center i thought um and and yeah that might be interesting if if he's there but honestly our our spine has got to be one of the worst um in the comp looking through some of this some of the squads um you know, it's it's definitely going to be a bottom-four team, I think.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, so what we've been doing, part of our off-season prep is we have a uh, a little spreadsheet where we're going through tracking what we think the round one team is going to look like or some version of it. And the Warriors is probably one of the only teams that I'm, I'm currently looking at, and I'm absolutely certain that it's not how they're going to run out round one. But if their coach wasn't a moron, this is how I would run them out. Um, and it's probably just to get used to their... You know, get use of all their players, and and number one, and this is straight off the bat, probably an incorrect prediction, but something that we're sort of trying to will the Warriors towards Ryan is having Metcalf in the fullback jersey in lieu of Nickel Cookstad. What do you reckon? What do you rate the chances that they'll actually run out with Metcalf somewhere on the field in round one?
1: Oh, look, it, it's it, it's tough to say this early on, but I, I feel like it's going to be one of those ones that um, is sort of decided in the preseason. season like, I see in our predicted team list we've got Tamari Martin um, listed at fullback, but, yeah, I'm not too you sure on Metcalfe, hey. You've
0: got to open your spreadsheet again, bro.
1: Oh, really? You've got, you got an old copy, yeah. Oh,
2: oh, I, mate, look, yeah, go thought... to
0: the Google Drive. That one's so far out of date, that one that's just the post in the chat, mate.
1: Oh, no. I've got to find the Google Drive link. Rob, where do you put it, that, mate? That's all right. All right, yeah, we're it.
2: no in
0: it, mate. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's all right. I've so been right through it for you, how's that? So we got yeah, do it. Metcalf at one, um, and then Montoya and Wateni Zelezniak on the wings, which I think is pretty safe. Centre pairing of Dylan Walker and Chance Nickel cookstar as a, a interesting option there with Tamari Martin and Johnson in the halves. Um, Fanua Blake, Harris and Nia Kore as a starting middle forwards with Curran and Barnett on the edges, and then a bench of Lusick, Tavanga, Siren and, and Buntia Fola. Uh, and I mean, any sort of, they got a lot of what I'd say uh, diverse forwards. Like, I mean, any one of their, like Harris, Curran, Barnett, Nia Kore, Tavanga could be anywhere in the, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. And I, I have no idea where they're going to line up. If Nia is going to play center and Dylan Walker is going to play like Locke or something like, who knows? Like, it's just, you know, I guess the, the problem is maybe a lack of quality specialist players in specific positions seems to be the probably a big issue for me in this Warriors team.
2: Yeah, mm. I think so. I've tried to keep track of, of what Webster's been saying um, in the off-season, and it sounds like he definitely wants the core spine of Tamari, Martin, Johnson, um, Michael Klockstad, Egan... Tohu, lock, um, which I think would be like the incumbent team, I suppose. Um, but there's obviously Volkman and Metcalf that are going to have to be banging on the door because Sean Johnson is just not very good. And I don't know why. I don't know why everyone just keeps de- defending him at this point. What's he done in the last like 18 months to suggest he's a first grader? But it's like, yeah, I just think that that might be that the team that you've picked might. might could well be our best team, but I no, I don't think it'll be the team that comes round one.
0: Yeah. No, it, I think in my heart I know this team's wrong, but I'm just trying to will them towards making a good decision. So, yeah, but- um, yeah so we've got – obviously we've got the Warriors taking down the spoon um, and nipping at their heels is the Newcastle Knights. Um now, obviously, before we skip over there, so Warriors um, team, I guess what they've changed, and I promise I'm going to get better at doing this in the right order. So they've added Mitch Barnett, Jackson Ford, uh, Tamari Martin, Luke Metcalf, Chance Nickel, Clockstar, Murat Nia Corey, Dylan Walker, and uh, don't forget Braden Willie Army. There, um, obviously, on on its face, they sort of look like like good additions for the most part. There, lose Ewan Aitken, Dejan Arcee. Ellie Katoa, Matt Lodge, obviously they lost him three last year. Murchie, Cody Nicarima, Aaron Penne, Ash Taylor, Reese Walsh. There's not really any big losses there. So, I mean, on paper, it probably looks like they're a better team than last year, but I just, I don't know. It's not inspiring is probably the, the big issue. Is that a good way of describing it, do you think, Ryan?
1: Yeah, I think so. It just seems like it's lacking a little bit of creativity, I, I, I guess I'd say. Yep. It's, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> Speaking of creativity, that's probably a good way segue to our 16th place team, the Newcastle Knights, who've recently come out and let us know that uh, they believe that Caelan Pong is the best option in the six. Now, we've actually still got him in the spreadsheet on the one here, which I guess needs to change. But I think I think probably the big reason why we, I've still got him sitting in the one jersey is because I actually have no idea who's going to play in the one jersey, and this is their best team on paper right now with Gamble at six. Um So the Knights obviously adding Jackson Hastings in the last 24 to 48 hours only also adding Adam Elliott, Tyson Gamble, Jack Hetherington uh, while losing the aforementioned Mitch Barnett, Jake Clifford goes over to England, Tex Hoy has gone, David Clemmer's gone in the swap, the goat Edric Lee and Anthony Milford both off to the Dolphins and a bunch of other guys that don't really matter. So... um, Looking at this Knights team, we've got, you know, they're talking about the, uh, what's his name, Lockie Miller coming over maybe and, and filling that one jersey or, or you know, maybe Ponga might be there come round one if they can't get that done. Um, Dom Young and Tuala on the wings with Gagai and Best in the centres. Hastings 100% in the seven jersey, I would say, with either Gamble or Ponga. Um, the two Saifidis up front with Jaden Braley, Vizelle, Adam Elliott, and men at the back with Crossland, Hetherington, Fitzgibbon, who will get a jersey because he shouldn't get one, and Brady Jones rounding the team out. And I mean, this team also, uh, boys, fairly uninspiring. Um, Ryan, any sort of anything that sort of stands out there to you? Um, any potential upward movements for the Knights?
1: Oh, well i guess the the big talking point is obviously ponger and um who's going to play one if Pongers is at six because i mean we've seen the uh the ponger experiment once before at six with uh nathan brown and it didn't particularly go too well then um i'm not too sure how what my hopes are for it this time um yeah it's it's a bit interesting considering they don't have someone you'd expect to slot straight into one jersey um because, yeah. Tex Tech, is Tex Hoy still there? Is he gone?
0: No, nah, he's gone to England.
1: Oh, jeez. Because um, I mean, if they don't get Lockie Miller, like who's playing one? Who's slotting into that one jersey?
0: That's the um, that's the that, well, that's the exact question that I had. Is you know, <sighs> a co- would, man? you know, Gamble is an established first grader, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, he's certainly not an elite half, but he can do a job there, and he won't cost you a game. Um yeah. and, you know, instead you're going to put what, you know, at the moment, like, the next best choice here is what, play Dane Gagai at fullback and lob, you know, an extra centre in there, you know, play Heimel Hunt in the centres That's, yeah. like, you know, the next best option that I can see.
1: Well, because they got Bailey Hodgson, but, like, he spent most of the last year injured. Um, and Like, Kurt Mann, I'm not too sure He'd, you'd want him playing fullback week in, week out either.
0: Yeah, well, the big thing, the reason why I think they're, you know, have if they've got Man in that thirteen jersey and he stays healthy and can do the ball playing with him or Crossland, then that does sort of give Ponga a bit more space. There's a big problem was last time they were just cluing in on Ponga. Any time he went anywhere near the ball, they just had blokes all over him, which is why he failed in that six jersey mm-hmm. last time. So, I mean, Rob, any thoughts here from you uh, on the Knights' uh, potential hopes? Uh, you know, maybe they can steal the spoon off the Warriors.
1: Oh no! Have we lost Robot Rob?
0: Oh no! Yeah, all I'm getting is I'm I'm seeing the the up and down talking sort of coming in and out, but no sound coming in. So, oh no, no, we might have to uh, no internet New Zealand. Yeah, we might have to... yeah, yeah, bloody somebody's cut the hard line in New Zealand. Rob, why don't you disconnect and come back in, mate, and we'll just keep plugging along. Next uh, team on the list here: the Gold Coast Titans. The uh, Oh, there we go. He's gone. Formally gone. Um, all right. Gold Coast Titans. Um, not a huge amount of, you know, a- exciting stuff happening here. Um, they've added Tino's brother, Kieran Foran, Aaron Schott, Joe Stimson, Sam Verrill. Obviously, Sam Verrill's the big one from a rugby league perspective. Um, although, I think if you're relying on... Sam Verrills, and uh, Kieran Foran, for your hope, you're probably in a bit of trouble, Ryan, don't you think?
1: Yeah. Look, I'm sure Kieran Foran can do a job for them. Um, Like, he's sort of – he adds something they've been missing in terms of, like, that experience to half. It's just, like, we know Foran's had a little bit of – you know, he's got a reputation of having injury problems. I think he was fairly good last year in terms of playing week in, week out. But – You know that body's getting older um can he see out a full season um i'm not too sure but yeah it it sort of just seems like a side that's it's it's got a lot of young guys with potential but no real direction um and sort of just Mm. meandering and it's a team that should be better than what it is i think
0: yeah well i mean you know just looking at this team on paper AJ Brimson's more than likely going to be the fullback, I'm guessing. If not, it'll be Jaden Campbell with Brimson and six. They're sort of, you know, chop and change. Toby Sexton misses out in the spine in this particular version of what we're looking at here. Aaron Sharp and Brian Kelly are in the cent- centers with Sammy and Herbert on the wings. Greg Marji misses out in that case. Um Aker and Faso Mala Awi up front. Should have just said Tino. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, Clark at Lock and then Firmore and Fafita on the edges, uh, Verrill's at Hooker, and then a bench of Tanner Isaac Liu, Jolliffe, and one of McIntyre and Joe Stimson. Um, not a huge amount of stuff here. It's sort of annoying that Patrick Herbert's going to be in the team, but I'm almost certain he's going to be, um, and on the wing out of position as well. So. Um, yeah, I I think these three are the clear three bottom teams for mine. Um, I don't Mm. know, Ryan, we, did you have any, where were you sitting with these three guys? You had, oh wow, you had the Titans up a little bit higher and and Manly down the bottom.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I'm sure we'll get to Manly when we get to them, but I I think these uh, sort of bottom Four to five sides are a little bit interchangeable. Like idea, like uh, really, I could see any of them getting the spoon. It's um, I, I almost feel like the spoons a little bit harder to predict than um, you know, your, your top four or your premiership favourites because typically for a spoon side, it's uh, who who's had the most go wrong. It's easy to predict um, who's going to be really good, but it's it's I think it's a little bit harder to predict which of the bad teams is going to have the most go wrong for them throughout the season. So yeah, it's. Yeah, it's it's one of those cases where I could easily see Titans, you know, in eleventh or seventeenth for mine.
0: Yeah, which 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 wheels on which bus fall off?
1: Exactly, exactly right.
0: I can see the foreign wheel falling off very early in the season in a bottom four side.
1: And uh, yeah, absolutely. And and Toby Sexton coming back to rescue
0: them. (laughs) Oh, mate, can't wait. Had somebody comment on there and be like, "Well, wasn't Toby Sexton in the team or something like?" You know, can't, where did I, I can't remember where I saw it. Someone said, oh, no, they said Toby Sexton was going to save the Titans when they saw he was in our bottom three. And I said, oh, I don't even think he's going to be in the team, eh? <laughs> Rob, are you back? Still going? Hello. hello. Welcome. Any thoughts yeah. on the Titans before we move along?
2: I'm back. I'm back. No, I just kind of want to hear Ryan's take on the Seagulls. So <laughs> fire, right. we'll, fire them up.
0: Yeah, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll come across. we got, I think, do we have... Oh no, there, there. There's a few more teams. I suppose we can segue across. Um, we can go into manly. I, I'm okay with breaking the um, the mold here. We actually had him in, or oh, what would you call that? Eleventh, I guess. Um, as a, a cumulative, James intern. James has got him up in seventh though. So he's, I mean, he's really dragged him up the, up the ladder a little bit. And Ryan's got him down in in fifteenth. So, they have added Ben Condon and Kelma Tulungi, and that's it, uh, while losing Andrew Davey, Kieran Foran, and Dylan Walker. So all up, it's basically the exact same team as last year, minus maybe Dylan Walker, who played a pretty big role for them. Um, Team looking very, very similar to what it did last year with the big omission being Kieran Foran out, Josh Schuster into the sixth jersey, and Tulungi playing... On the edge, with I guess Ben Condon is probably going to be on the bench. Um, I'd say so. Um, Ryan, tell me why you hate the Manly Sea Eagles.
1: <laughs> Look, they're just a fractured club at the moment, from top to bottom. Um, you know, the board hate each other. They've been fighting all off-season, ditching Des, they replaced him with Anthony Seabold and, and Shane Flanagan. Um, if you've got two, if you've got two head coaches, you've got, you got, got, got no head so coaches. Oh, mate, the memes are going to. What be about fire. if you got five uh, captains? exactly um, another one um no like and you've got
0: seven blokes uh, without a jersey
1: you've got the turbo you got the turbos warning out like the, the like a lot of these players really like Dez. schuster is a huge downgrade from four and at five eight from what we've seen of schuster last year in eh? he
2: was he, he he couldn't even put him in the, in the squad he was shocking How's yeah he and, around yeah <sighs> he's he's just a really
1: low iq type of player and and to ask that guy to play 6 uh, i just can just see that going really poorly like he's the type of guy he's a second role where like you just get him to run a line he doesn't have to think and he has an occasional pass in um but when you it's ask that guy to play 6 the, the no look pass eh <laughs> yeah exactly it's his only out. trick it's his only trick and they've all got him figured well, out here's a
0: question um, for you ryan Would you try? Hmm. Would you try like a Tommy Turbo six, Garrick one, and just play like one of those generic wingers?
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that to be honest. Um, It might. It might uh, help Turbo prolong his career. I think that might be the thinking with Ponga. Um, You know, to avoid all this extra work you have to do at fullback, all this extra running. Um, I I wonder with
2: Garrick's big new deal whether he'd be wanting to go into the centers um or something to to kind of get more more ball or um or even fullback. back he, he was, was quite good at fullback there anyway he was, He's he a was tries, very good at fullback mm. yeah
0: well I mean the other question is like the the only problem with going with something like that is if like something happens to Cherry Evans you need somebody who can like put boot to ball for four hundred kick meters and I don't think that Turbo I mean the other question is if they actually bothered to uh, if they actually bothered to sign a hooker, they could play Lock and Croker at five eight.
1: Mm. Mm. When, when, like I was saying before about trying to find the team who's going to have the wheels fall off the hardest, this is a side that I can see the wheels falling off. Like if they fall off, they're going to fall off really hard. Like they, they certainly have the talent to be a top eight side, but yeah, in terms of the the amount of things that can go wrong and like just the infighting in this club, I can I can see a, a worst case scenario here for them.
0: Yeah, I think I ha- well, I've got them in thirteenth. So I mean, I'm I'm sort of inclined to think they're going to be in or around the bottom. And I'm in the same mind as you that I think those bottom five teams are fairly interchangeable. Um, we have got the same bottom five just in a different order. But um, yeah, I think you're right. Like we're really we're one DCE season-ending injury away from a spoon here. Mm.
1: And I mean, Turbo, yeah. I
0: think I've that maybe Manly just artificially inflated it a little bit with a Trebojevic return, but you know we've seen him in some bad teams not be that effective before.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, outside of uh, the PVL year in 2021, what we saw from him last year, he wasn't particularly effective. No, no you're right. I'm
0: I'm 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 half tempted to move him down, but <laughs> I'm, I'm committed to I'm committed to my take now for the year in. No, in November 2022, I'm committed to my take for the entirety of 2023. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, circling back two spots to the uh, brand new Dolphins who are not affiliated with Redcliffe whatsoever. Um, <laughs> they've added a bunch of new players, mostly because they had none before this year. Um, so it's probably just easier to go through and say who we've got in the 17, which is Hamaso, Tabuifado at fullback. Jermaine Asako and Edric Lee on the edges, Connolly mm-hmm. Lemuelu and Ewan Aitken in the centres, Milford and O'Sullivan in the halves, Bromwich Nichols in the front row with Marshall King at Hooker, the Melbourne Storm edge back rolls from last year with Tom Gilbert at lock, and then Nick Arima, Ray Stone, Jared Wallace and Herman essie on the bench. Honourable mention to Brenko Lee, origin hero Brenko Lee, who just misses out on the jersey here, but... I mean, he might find his way into that centre somewhere. Um, a lot of people, the, the, the prevailing comment in our social media Facebook comments section, which is always an extremely reliable source of quality thought process, is that <laughs> the Dolphins are a brand new team and they're shit and they're going to be the wooden spooners. Um, Ryan, what gives you hope for the Dolphins? Because I see here that you have them winning minor, minor premiership. No, not
1: really, but you do actually have the. Oh, variety, look, Wayne Bennett. It's
0: basically the same thing.
1: <laughs> basically, I mean, to, considering the uh, the amount of hate, um, even saying that they won't get the spoon gets you. Um, no, look, I, I'm I'm betting on Wayne Bennett to be honest. Um, you know, he's he's the anti Seabold. He's the opposite of Seabold. He can get the most out of these guys. He'll have a lot of these blokes. You know um buying in like think back to when a lot of these guys are playing the, their best footy ever like when was Isako playing his best footy it was when Wayne Bennett was the coach of the Broncos um when was Mark Nichols playing his best footy it was when the, he was uh Bennett was the coach of Souths he'll have a lot of these older blokes like Kafusi, Bromwich of um you know the hearing oh you can't play anymore you're too old he'll have them buying in I- I'm telling you like I- I'm just not betting against um Wayne Bennett he's just yeah, uh, like he won an origin with half these blokes. Like, bloody hell! Like, um, the, the, the Edric oh, Lee like, origin hero. Um mm. Yeah, so I just like, against- I yeah, I just don't want to be against. Remember his best
0: season as well was under Wayne Bennett.
1: Yeah, exactly. He, he just knows how to get the best out of blokes. He's just he's just the master, yeah. and like he's proven he can still do it. Like, he you know he had Souths in the grand final what two years ago. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not betting against him. Yeah.
0: No, absolutely, Rob. Now, if you could swap this roster straight up for the Warriors team, would you do it? <laughs> <laughs> We've lost him again. He's mad because he no, answers I'll yes know. and he's disappeared. It's still broken. We can't hear you again, Rob. I'm telling you, mate, you got to leave the Maccas free Wi-Fi and get some internet at home. <laughs> um, I, I want to see him get the best out of say though, as well. Like, I feel like. You know, he's one that could, you know, whole off-season at fullback and just say to him, mate, run around behind Anthony Milford and wait for him to do something stupid and grab the ball and run and score a try.
1: Hmm. Yeah, he, he he needs to be just constantly um, in the pocket of the halves. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um they got a couple of interesting ones. I saw one someone say something. There's a couple of young guys, this uh, Val- Valance T- Tavare um, or something, oh, yeah. um, who's a center. Um, good raps on him. And, and Katoa from – oh, welcome back, Rob. Yeah, Kia um, ora. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, Katoa, who's come over from the Panthers uh, in the halves as well. So
2: a couple Was of good, this young. You know, um, young Halfback that I might have missed this chat, but the that played for Tonga in the rugby in the rugby league world cup, Katoa. Oh, yep, Katoa, as you were.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's got some big wraps, so uh, hopefully he can, uh, hopefully he can maybe push Milford out of the jersey. Should be good Mm. for everyone,
1: that'd be exciting.
0: Yep, um, what else we got here? Who's le- who did I um, – now, who else did I miss when you threw me out? Oh, my wooden spoon. Dragons. St. George Dragons. Just for something different, I'm shit-chatting the you, dragons you, again.
1: You, pick, you do this every year.
0: Oh, mate, any fan – It's usually right. I was right. And I got two – I got I, I won $250 off the dragons being shit. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> oh, you more than one that on the Cowboys being ridiculously good.
0: Well, I wanted it on the Cowboys being good, but I also wanted it on the Dragons being bad. Um, so uh, the Dragons add Jacob Little and Zane Musgrove, and that's it. Um, and lose former fantasy goat Daniel Alvaro, George Burgess, Jackson Ford, Jack Kucheski, who unfortunately signed with the Cowboys. Andrew McCulloch to retirement. Josh mcguire has gone overseas. And Tarek Sims is gone. So I think all in all, this is probably good moves just by getting rid of a bunch of dead wood.
1: Brendan um, O'Leary.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: What did you say, addition by
0: subtraction? Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, we're looking at, you know, a Ramsey, fullback, Ravalawa, Fee Guy, wing, Lomax, Sully centre pairing with Ben Hunt and Amone and the halves. No surprises there. Um, Molo, Laurie... DeBellin, middle, Bird, Sewer, Edges, little at hooker, and by at 14 with Kerr, Fuimano, and maybe Jaden Hunt or something like that rounding it out. I actually don't hate this team, but I don't like them at all. Uh, all the reasons why I didn't like the Dragons, most of them are now gone, um, but they just left me with an uninspiring roster plus Jack Bird.
1: And Ben Hunt. Come on, mate. Ben Hunt probably... is really good.
0: Yeah. yeah, I know. I just. I, I, maybe I've got like greatness fatigue from Ben Hunt, where I just like, he's a bit like Isaiah Yo from last year, where I just, my eyes just sort of glaze over the top of him and I went straight from Talatower Moan to Frank Molo and just, you know, just completely <laughs> missed him out. And, yeah, maybe um,
2: they'll, I hope they put Yo to- in the app this year.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no fantasy talk. <laughs> what app are you right. talking about?
2: NRL.com. Um, NRL.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still waiting on the DoorDash.
0: Yeah. Oh, mate. Did you, did you, you guys still don't have DoorDash over in New Zealand, eh? I think
2: it's in Wellington, not Auckland. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Well, that's basically the same. It's the whole, it's, you've only got one city over there, don't you?
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Do we have one? I think it's just a bunch of towns <laughs> and farms.
0: It just <laughs> looks like Hobbiton is the entirety of New Zealand. Like, that's, yeah. that, that's Auckland. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I live in Caboolture. <laughs> Which is no better. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. This Dragons team could come last. I've got them coming last. I could see them coming like 10th. I don't know. I just, yeah. I don't have a strong vibe about them now. I'm just not inspired.
2: It's a very small bench that you've put in. Surely there's another prop.
0: What? Josh Kerr's is a middle forward, mate.
2: Yeah, but like Fuimano is not, and then it's two utilities.
0: No, Jaden Hunt.
2: Oh no! Sorry, as you were. He,
0: Blake Laurie's slightly larger brother.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Laurie? Oh, have you got Laurie starting? Man, that is a grim team, yeah, man. mate.
0: He's a starting middle forward, mate. He's a weapon. There's Michael Molo as well. Maybe Michael Molo will make it on there instead of Fuimano or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Rounding out the bottom, uh, what I would call the uh, the bag of potatoes, is the uh, the West Tigers, who will be our last team that we'll go through for today. Um, they add David Klemmer and actually have a somewhat decent looking forward pack now. Also adding Api Korosau at hooker, Isaiah Papali'i on the edge, the Fresh Prince, Will Smith, and, uh, oh, Charlie Staines. Is he in there now? What's he doing? <laughs> yeah.
2: They did a swap, is the, right? Is he in the
1: for? Is yeah, he in the Yeah, he signed for the Titans. Oh, Tigers, for yeah. Peachy. For Tyron Peachy. For, Peachy.
2: for Peachy, that's right.
1: Yeah, yeah The lesser-known
2: swap. Is.
0: Imagine swapping, like, imagine just taking the worst player on your roster and swapping him for who is going to be your worst player on your roster. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> some high-level <laughs> roster management there by the Panthers.
2: What's the point, eh? Yeah. yeah.
0: It's like shuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic swapping those two around. Um, so, yeah, we've got uh, Blake Lorry there. I don't know. It, who's going to miss out out of Charlie Stain. Not, not Blake Lorry, Dane Lorry. Dane
2: Laurie.
0: Um, <laughs> you
2: spelled Lorry wrong.
0: Blake Lorry. Yeah, well, that, that's what threw me off because there's a W and not a U. Rob, why did you do that? Ian times are in charge of spell checking, mate. Um, we've got North Luma returning after a stint over at the Storm and uh, Mal Malo on the wings, although Staines could Stans could take the job from him. Um, Stafford Tora and Naden in the centres, either one of them could be replaced by a Hessian sack at any point. Um, <laughs> so Dewey and Luke Brooks uh, become the definite halves pairing there now with Klemmer, Offengawi and Twal in the middle. Papali'i and maybe Sean Bloor or uh, Justin Matamua on the edges. Coruscant, Hooker, Jake Simpkin on the bench to cover him for 20 minutes probably, and then Paul a- Stefano Udo Kamanu and Alex Safar on the bench. I actually don't hate this Tigers team if you just don't look at the, like, one, two, three, four, five.
1: Six. Oh, seven as well. Yeah, seven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Although so he wants to be seven. I not right? hear so.
0: any Luke Brooks slander. He's got lots yes, of potential. <laughs> Luke Brooks has <laughs> mountains of potential, mate. He's just, you know, he just needs to have a good team around him. What is he, what, 22? 23?
2: He's been <laughs> yeah, 23 for like about that, six years.
0: <laughs> Do you know how old he actually is? 25? I think he's, I think he's like 28. Guess. Yeah, he's like almost 30.
2: That's it. He turns 28, <laughs> be, turn, turns 28 this year.
0: Yeah, I'd be shocked old, if he's, he's on the
2: Tigers by the end of the season.
0: No, nah, mate, they love him. They absolutely love him. They think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread.
2: I just don't think anyone will take on his contract. It's just a, it's a, yeah, ridiculous. One point
0: one million dollars he's going to earn this year.
2: It's insane. Oh, That's insane.
0: It's malpractice. Whoever signed whoever did that contract, the agent should be the ninth immortal, and the whoever <laughs> signed it on the Tigers' side should be fired immediately.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, shocking that wrong. they got such good blokes in with that massive whale of a contract on the books. I suppose. No, well, yeah. That's you're
0: the right. only guy who's getting paid there. Yeah. There's one Because Packers, 800 grand a year and Chris McQueen's 700 grand a year off the books.
2: Yeah. And I think Papaliti <laughs> took a pay cut from memory to join, which is bizarre. No,
0: he was only on 150 grand last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, on well, he key, was on... I'm dead serious. He took a minimum contract from Warriors so that he didn't have to play there with Parramatta. I'm sure.
2: I mean, yeah, that's possibly true but
0: <laughs> it's he's not hundred percent true. I would never lie to you.
2: <laughs> he's not on a massive amount. He's not, he's on a lot less than, than I thought. So
0: I think it's like yeah. five or 600 grand, which is good yeah. money. really. Which is still.
2: Yeah. you take properly for, for, for 600 K money. though. I
0: mean, like, yeah, every person on the planet should be happy to earn 500 grand a year, but he's definitely, he's definitely worth more than David for is on 1.2 million. So
2: yeah. I mean, Nicore's is on it's- more than
1: that. So... Luciano Luciano Le Lu is in a bloody courtroom, and he's on more than that.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, don't even get
2: mate. We're thing. not talking about top eight teams tonight, mate.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is only the Hessian potato sack, mate. That's the only teams we're talking about. This Tigers team could absolutely make it into the top eight by
2: accident.
1: Yeah, it's like, like the are true. If, if the rumors are true that they're
2: um, stiffing around John Bateman too, like that would be a pretty good get. I forgot about John Bateman. Is that what's happened with that? It's kind of gone quiet. Well, apparently his partner is uh, is Australian.
0: Mm. Yeah, apparently his house is on the market.
2: So she can't even get homesick, like all the other Brits that come over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're really just short two centres.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it's it's the back line. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fullback's tough. Surely
0: there's somebody sniffing around that can play center. Maybe they can loan like young appear or something from Melbourne. Which would be an upgrade oh, on both of their centers.
2: Uh, I try to I sneak think if, young centers your, in. if center's your biggest issue, then I think that's okay. You know?
0: Yeah. Well it's it's kinda like it's kinda like sorry for bringing up fantasy and I'm only gonna do it for five seconds. Where you know, like fantasies, you are like you deprioritize because it it's the shittest position in fantasy. It's really mm. the shittest position in real life as well. Mind you, the defensive, like they do ask to get, they do get asked to do a lot of one-on-one defense.
2: I think the Tigers are going to concede a lot of points, but also score a lot of points. Yeah.
0: Well, I was listening to a podcast of some description. I can't remember what, it, what what it was, and they were talking about the reason why they got Benji Marshall in and Robbie Farah to be the coach. And they were like, well, um, we want to beat you 40 to 38.
2: Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, win, it doesn't win championships, but it's really fun to watch.
0: No. Yeah. It'll be a, an exciting brand of football if nothing else, but can you do yeah. that with Alex 12 in your team is the real question that I have.
2: <laughs>
0: it's just not on brand. Is it?
2: Do you think no, this yeah. <laughs> this season?
0: Nah. has Alex Twal has never not done an odi run. I'm sure yeah. he's done it every year he's been in the NRL. 100. Well, percent Maybe
1: mean, that's they're, be the they're they're an interesting team this Tigers side because like they could easily make the eight or they could you know fall. They're another team that the wheels could fall off because like Tim Sheens as well. Like that's a, a potentially a, a very good hire. Um, I really like it. It's I mean it's probably the best coach they've had since Tim Sheens. Oh, <laughs> without a doubt. Since I haven't
0: Do you reckon you could play, like, Will Smith in the centres or something like that? Do you reckon that would be better than what they've got?
1: Maybe. Uh,
0: he was, like, a marginally know. decent fullback slash 5'8 for a while there.
1: I don't mind Toa. It's just Naden, he's a little bit
0: eh. Bad. Yeah. Not very talented.
1: Yeah, another he's Panthers cast <laughs> Imagine a naden uh centre wing pairing.
0: A sting, oh mate, yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. Surely they can get like a. Where, what I wonder what Chris Lawrence is doing.
2: Oh, the claw! Get him back. What's McQueen up to?
0: <laughs> oh mate, I, I'm sure they started Chris McQueen in the centres.
2: Yeah, definitely. I'm 100
0: percent sure they did.
2: I really mm-hmm. like Clemmer signing, the Clemmer signing, just for yeah, the Fords. Like, it's just, he's such a good leader. And he's only 28, right? Like, yeah. I would have, yeah, I would have loved him to come to the Warriors. It's just such a great, it would have been such a great lodge replacement, oh, you know?
0: Mate, and you know he's got to work hard because he's got 19 children to feed as well. Oh, at least. Yeah. He, um, yeah, I think he's a, a the perfect signing for them because. He's got something that every other member of that forward team doesn't have, which is the mongrel factor.
1: Mm.
0: Like, every forward pack needs to have, a, have one. And like, the, you know, you need to have a Jared Warrior Hargreaves, but not a not a douche. But, like, yep. I think Clem is the right sort of mongrel.
2: I mean, between Joe O and Clem, how many middle minutes are there left?
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, both of them should be playing 55 to 60 minutes a game. And yeah. tw- I mean, 12 of pretty 12 nice. as well. But that, yeah. But that's where you just, that's where you literally, you just tell Stefano and Pole to come on for like 20 minutes and just like run as hard as you can for 20 minutes and then go. And on. I really like
2: that. So like, yeah. Having big minute fo- middles is just really nice. Just a luxury that we have, haven't really had. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it's well, a good signing. The, the right, amount
0: signing. of meterage that you can get out of Norfoluma and Malmalo backed up by Papalee. Often Gowie and Clemmer. you know, like that—that that alone will win them games. Just that combination of the just the sheer amount of, you know, carry ability to carry the ball up the field. If they got Bateman, like could Julian you put Brooks, him in the centres? Like centers. Julian Brooks are routinely hundred-plus run meter uh, halves as well. So,
1: hmm.
0: no, it's going to be interesting. Bateman in the, the centres. Tigers okay. are one of those That's teams that, like, we could be sitting there going, you know, in come you know, August, we can be sitting there going, how did nobody pick that the Tigers were going to be a top six team?
1: Although they'll probably disappoint like usual.
0: (laughs) Oh, mate, 100%. Well, that's exactly why we've got them in our potato hessian sack because, you know, everyone assumes they're going to suck. But, I mean, everybody had the Cowboys getting the wooden spoon last year as well. So, and not not to remind you all exactly what happened there, but uh, can't the Cowboys... (laughs) I'm sitting here drinking my scotch out of my cowboy's cup. It's going great, Vance. boys. What do you reckon? Any any closing thoughts?
1: Just oh, good to be back. How good was chatting footy? Love it. Yeah,
0: love it. Yep. It took a lot of energy not to talk about fantasy. I'll be honest. It
1: did. I had to had to just restrain myself. Bite your tongue.
0: <laughs> yeah, there'll be plenty of time. Um, So for those of you that have hung through with us, obviously a couple of updates, we are well underway with our website upgrade. Uh, Obviously, we've started trickling out our fantasy content. Uh, We're going to try to do a bit more non-fantasy rugby league only stuff through this year to keep people that don't, you know, just want to hear about fantasy with stuff to do. Um, and try to sort of meet you guys with some more different types of stuff. But We'll see how we go. Um, If anyone's keen to contribute, uh, feel free to hit us up as well. And, you know, we need some more interns. I know Rob loves being an intern, but at some point he's going to have to graduate to like a full-time staff member and we're going to need some more interns to do some stuff. So um, if you'd be interested in that, hit me up. Um, And, yeah, thank you very much for listening in hope you enjoyed your surprise podcast and we'll come back at some point when we feel like it to talk about the
2: remaining nine teams.
1: Love you guys.